Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Series 3 of Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. This is the companion podcast for exploring the world of Hyacinth Bouquet in the hit BBC sitcom Keeping Up Appearances. My name's Jonathan Vernon-Smith and with me as always, my good chum, William Hansen. Hello, yes, we're back and as you know, it's because we absolutely love Hyacinth and the world of Keeping Up Appearances, and we want you to fall in love with it as much as we do, if you haven't already. Now, in each episode of the Luxury Podcast, William and I will take you through an episode of Keeping Up Appearances, delving deep into the world of the bouquets. And today is the first episode of the third series, and doesn't it feel good to be back? It does. They said it would never happen. Absolutely. Now, take us through the synopsis for the first episode, William, please. This is called Early Retirement. Oh. Richard faces his last day at work, and it seems that the prospect of retirement worries him so much that he is in a complete daze. When he finally gets to work, he begs to be allowed to stay on, but to no avail. Hyacinth has invited the wife of an influential businessman to tea, but her plans to impress are in jeopardy when one of Rose's boyfriends whom Rose has arranged to meet there rather than let him see her real home, leaves his huge dog on the drive. (laughs) As you do. Whilst he pops round the corner for a moment. Hyacinth asks Elizabeth to try and help her shift it. Absolutely. And that's as written in the book by Harold Snowd, director, producer. I love this episode. Do you? Yes, I do. I wouldn't say I love it. Do you not? I like it. Oh. I don't love it. Well, it starts very well. Yes. Because we start with what can only be described as a peach bathroom suite. <laughs> Richard is having a shave yes. in the most disgusting bathroom you've ever seen in your life. Can I say, since we last uh, sat across the microphone from each other, I've been very lucky that I was staying at the Ritz Paris. And they have a peach bathroom. Are you joking? I'm not joking. It is, of course, slightly nicer and up together, and it's got gold taps in the shape of a swan. Right. Luxury. But it is a bit peach. The towel's a peach. Everything is peach in Hyacinth's bathroom. Have you noticed the, the bath, the walls, even two bars of soap on the side of yes. the bath? Have you noticed? Mm. Everything is peach. It's disgusting. So my father yeah. 
still has. You're you're too young to remember this. Mm. My father still has an avocado bathroom. No, Granny and Granddad had an avocado bathroom. Really? In their bathroom, not in ours. So my dad, he's he has in his house. He has a a separate loo to the bathroom. Right. And the loo is avocado. The bathroom is white. That's okay. But the, the loo itself is avocado and it's just disgusting. But that was the norm. And have mm. you also noticed Hyacinth Richard had carpet on the bathroom floor? Yes. Now, we, you in particular, we've talked about this before, are neat freaks, germaphobes, mm-hmm. carpeted bathrooms, disgusting. My Henry Wash would be an overdrive. <laughs> He would be in overdrive. There's Can we just, what is a Henry Wash for those that don't Henry know? Henry Wash? Yes. Have you not got a Henry Wash? No, I don't, but I don't have that many carpets. But oh. I did get them professionally cleaned last week. <laughs> did you? Did. did you have them spritzed with anti-back? Yes. Oh, how All lovely. the marks are out now. Oh, and lovely. Super. Uh, so a, a Henry Wash, it's, mm. it's a, um, a carpet shampoo machine. Yes. But I don't put shampoo in it. Never use shampoo. What do you Never use? Never use shampoo. Hot water. And a microfiber split. Oh, a what? It's a um, a special chemical or something that you put in there, and it just splits the the stain. Oh. It doesn't leave residue in your carpet. If you use shampoo, it leaves a sticky residue. Oh, you don't want a sticky carpet. You'll have a sticky carpet. So only ever use hot water and a microfiber split. Which. <laughs> Where'd you get your microfiber split? I have no idea. My luxury carpet man, yes. who comes but once to every two years now. Oh, because of your Henry Wash. Times are tough. You put, you put him out of business. Cost of living crisis. <laughs> so he always gives me a bottle of it. Nice. Any persistent stains, give it a spritz. He's doing himself out of business he, by doing that. He is, <laughs> <laughs> he is really. But they've got the most disgusting bathroom. But it's a lovely start as Richard is shaving and Hyacinth comes in to change the towels. And I don't think we've ever seen inside their bathroom in the series to this point. And I we never see it news... again. Do we not? I don't think so. No. I think you're right, actually. Mm. Um, with the towels, you talk about the towels. Did you notice the towel routine? What, taking the towels off? No, no. So she comes in, she puts the old ones from the rail in, that in funny the basket, old box. Yeah. and then she takes them back out and leaves the room. What, she takes them out? I didn't She puts them in that. the basket, takes goes and does something else, and then takes them out the basket and goes. So they're in the basket for all of 10 seconds. Oh, I had not noticed that. I must Go watch back it and again. Watch. I must and watch I, it again. I don't know whether that's a character choice or she was just acting you know, a bit busy. Yeah. didn't necessarily think about it. No. It's an odd thing. It's a peculiar thing. I mean, coloured towels, mm. I don't know what your thoughts are. They should be banned. Oh, no, we have coloured towels. No. What? What are your coloured towels? Well, we have, uh, on one week, we have blue and... I feel like I'm going to be sick in my mouth. We have blue and orange. You've seen them! Blue and orange towels? Yes, it's a nice combo. Oh. No, no, there's blue and then there's orange. So Mikey has orange and I have blue. I think... I I mean, you know me. I don't like to be rude. That's disgusting. (laughs) Blue and orange towels. And the others are a pastel pink and a pastel green. <laughs> are you joking? Are you joking? What's wrong with that? That's disgusting, William. You should only ever have white towels. Or maybe a slight pebble colour. But never oh, coloured towels. No, that looks so dirty. Really? Yes. Oh, no, I don't like your towels. I'm sorry to be rude. <laughs> well, next time you come over, I'll... 
I'll make sure it's purely white. What colour are your walls in your bathroom? Luxury grey. Exactly. Our walls are white, our tiles are white. If we had white tiles, it would be like going into a padded cell. No, but white tiles are clean because any dirt that is on your body, you would then see on the towel. We change our towels quite regularly. Yes, but that blue towel could hide a multitude of sins. It gets you changed be, every five you days. You could be oozing bodily juices all over that towel and it would be weeks before you saw it. No, excuse me, they get washed. You're disgusting. <laughs> so Hyacinth has the most rancid coloured peach towels in her bathroom. Mm. Horrible. But she's very excited. I think peach would show more than blue. <laughs> What were the other ones? Pink and green? Yes. Oh, William. I will not have you being unfaithful to my towels. You're like an elderly person. (laughs) Which of us has a Henry wash? (laughs) Honestly, I can't believe it. I do shave with a badger brush like Richard. (laughs) Do you use a badger brush? (laughs) What the hell's a badger brush? You know, it's made out of badger. The oh, the, oh, the actual, yeah. oh, to foam it up. I don't rub a badger No, I don't, I don't. No, I don't use one of those. What do you use? I shave in the shower. Just a palm. Now who's disgusting? Palm full of foam, shove it on, shave in the shower. It all goes down the plug hole, doesn't it? Anyway, so it's Richard's last day at work, and that's why he's shaving with his badger brush, mm. soon to be dried off with his peach-coloured towel. And Hyacinth, what I like about this, is that Hyacinth thinks early retirement is only for some lucky, special few. Whereas clearly, I think Richard's actually been made redundant. Oh, But it's been repackaged as early retirement. Oh, poor Richard. Poor due to Richard. his age. So the scene cuts, the milkman's there. Yes. He's arrived at the door. This is a lovely moment. Robert rules. Robert rules, he's the milkman. He's the milkman. Yes. The regular milkman. And Hyacinth is very concerned because she's concerned as to which cow her milk comes from. Mm. And she says that she wants a specific milk from a specific herd of cows. We passed a very photogenic herd recently grazing on the Earl of Crawford's estate. Would you please ensure that in future my two pints daily come from them? Interestingly, from the Earl of Crawford's estate... I knew you'd remember it. (laughs) Sorry, Jack. I knew you'd remember it. I've just ruined one of the producer's questions for the end. Um, she says a nearby, from a, and she's seen a nearby herd of cows. The Earl of Crawford's estate is in Fife. Oh, really? Yes. So not only does Hyacinth want milk from a specific herd, she wants it from absolutely miles and miles away. It has right. a huge carbon footprint. She lives nowhere near. No. But she says the reason she wants it is because it's destined for some very high quality china. Yes. The obviously. Royal Dalton with the hand painted. Presumably. Exactly. Mm. I do like the line where the milkman says, oh, you must have radar. And she comes back with, no, just my usual two pints and a yoghurt. I'd like to know how you heard the milkman. You must have radar. No, thank you. My usual two pints and the occasional yoghurt. We cut to Richard, who's being brushed down for work again. Like an old dog. (laughs) He's looking dejected and sad. (laughs) She says that he mustn't be pushed around. And then pushes him around. Yes. Yes. Quite. Poor Richard. And because it's a special day, he gets to kiss her on both cheeks. Yes, when we go outside, he gets to kiss her on both cheeks. But the poor chap, he's in a state. He doesn't know what's going on, does he? No. He gets in his car. 
He's not starting the car. He doesn't know what's happening. She's backing him out. Yes. I don't think she's ever done. No. But special day. No. Have you noticed, by the way, Mm. in that particular scene, hanging on the wall of the garage? No. A hanging basket. Oh, yes, a hanging basket. A hanging basket. I was conveniently unavailable for your phone in the other day on hanging baskets. What have you got against hanging baskets? Because I won a cup once. How old were you? Well... In my late 30s, I won a cup for best hanging baskets in my village. Right. It stood on my mantelpiece for a whole year. Was it a silver cup? Yes. Oh, well done. Yeah. That's nice. I buffed it and polished it and everything. Oh, there's one bit of silver in your house you did clean. Sadly, he says, moving on from that rudeness, <laughs> I've never won it again. Oh, well, maybe there's a rule. Really, though, it was a con that I won it in the first place because I've never made my own hanging baskets. I buy them. I buy them from a wholesaler that makes them for luxury pubs. But then you look like a luxury pub with a hanging basket. (laughs) (laughs) That's the trouble. Hanging basket, pub. We went to a pub before this recording. Yes. People won't be able to tell. (laughs) But you... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we work best when we've had a couple. They had hanging baskets. Fine. It's a pub. Yes. Yours, I mean, it operates like a pub at times. <laughs> I was going to say there's very little difference. But the same amount of alcohol all takes place there. You're unlicensed. I am. Yes. So I think just hanging baskets, because the plants don't grow in the air. It's unnatural. It's freakish to have a hanging what are you plant. What talking about? I've had hanging baskets for 10 years. If no, 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 I no, plant, no. I, what? no. I well, put them out there grow. in May yes. and they're lovely till November. No, of course they grow because they're sitting in soil. But in the natural world, plants don't grow in the air. You don't naturally find a plant floating, do you? No, you they don't find it floating. They come from the ground. But then you, don't, you wouldn't find any of those bedding plants, you know, in any scenario, would you, if you didn't plant them? Well, they're still common. And the fact that Hyacinth has them, potentially... Cements the deal. (laughs) Anyway, finally, Hyacinth decides that the best thing for Richard to do is to walk. Uh, Quite wise. He's not safe to drive. No. You can tell. Yes, he's a liability. Yes. I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking. I will not have you not thinking in front of the neighbours, Richard. (laughs) Meanwhile, we have uh, Liz and Emmett commenting upon this, and Emmett's going to choose to wait to go to work until... Richard's gone and Hyacinth, more importantly, has gone. Because she'll sing at him. Yes. And when he finally does break cover, sure enough, out she pops. You are 16 going on 17. Which is from... Oh, um, come on. Hang on. Oh, oh, what is it? Tell me, I've had a the couple. The Sound of Music. The Sound of Music. Yes. Do Rami. Do Rami. Also, just before we have the singing, um, Hyacinth sort of gets sort of locked out a little bit of the house, doesn't she? Because the door slams. Because yeah, Richard yes, just walks in. She does. Now, you've never been locked out of anywhere, have you? Uh, not that I can recall. No, you've been thrown out, but not locked out. Many times I've yes. been thrown out. I once locked myself out and ten students from a housekeeping course I was 
co-running. Where were you? In Somerset, in a lovely house. My, my colleague and friend Anna's house at the time. And Anna had gone for lunch an hour away, left me to it. We went outside. It was a nice day to do something outside, I think inspect the guttering or something. And I shut the door. And then we were all locked out. Oh, dear. Talking of hanging baskets, we all went to the pub and had a pub lunch. Did you? Yep. You didn't mount the ceiling like a like a, 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 a burglar? No. Or a pervert? No, but I had to phone Anna and say, you've got to come back from your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I think this is a bit unprofessional. I think the student's generosity was wearing thin. Um, Hyacinth also, after she does that singing, she polishes the bay tree. Well, this is after she's invited Elizabeth... In for coffee. ...to come in for a coffee invitation. Now, polishing bay trees, not as silly as you think, because my bay tree in my back passage is filthy at the moment. You've got a grubby bay tree. I've got a grubby bay tree, and I need to go out there with my yellow duster. My mum, my Hmm. late mum, she used to buy a pot, a tub, of leaf wet wipes... Is that a thing? You can buy a tub of specific wet wipes for leaves. I'm absolutely doing that. You should get some. Yes. She and I can always be always like wet wiping her leaves. <laughs> Do come in for coffee, Elizabeth. Anyway, Elizabeth comes for coffee into the kitchen. She does. Sit anywhere. (laughs) Except there. Except there. I thought I might like to sit there today, she says. And on on that from an etiquette point of view, I always find... Now, when you have... I can't remember, because it's been obviously because of COVID and and whatever, I haven't been round for dinner for a while. But when you have a group of people round, so, you know, different couples, for example, not just one household, do you have a seating plan? Do you give... Right, you know, Mikey, you sit there. William, you sit there. Or do you just go uh, sit to anywhere? an extent? I have my seat, yes, because I like to be. I like to face Basically. the window, and <laughs> you do. <laughs> no, I do. I like to be in my strategic place because I need to get to the kitchen, yes, and the cocktail cabinet. So uh, other people can sit really where they want, mm. but I will normally have an idea as to how things would work nicely. Yeah, I've noticed you like to split people up. Yes, you do. Yes, if you've been together for more than a year, I split people up. Do you normally? Right. Whether you're married or not, treat people as married, because you're sick of each other, really. People normally get like that. But I still tell people where to go, because what I find, and this is Hyacinth's error in this, in this scene, when you go sit anywhere, mm. nobody moves. Because they think, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to sit in the wrong place. I don't want to sit in Jonathan's seat. No. I don't want to sit people in like seat. a direction. Just tell them what to do. Yeah. So Hyacinth makes a mistake there, and in many other episodes, of course, when we have this recurring joke. Mm. She needs to say, you sit there, Elizabeth. She's very rude to Elizabeth in this particular scene. I mean, even more rude than normal. Yes. Particularly when she starts talking about Elizabeth tidying up her hair. And Elizabeth says, it's the same as always. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> I thought you'd agree. <laughs> Such a put down. So rude. Poor Elizabeth. Poor Elizabeth. And the little wrap on the beaker as she brings it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wraps her Would fingers. you like my fine china or a beaker? Um, she starts talking about Mrs. Henderson. One of those Hendersons. Yes, the Hendersons. Everyone knows the Hendersons. Um, she's invited Mrs. Henderson to come over later and she'd like Elizabeth to join her. Yes. They're the frozen food people. They're not the same as, is it Frosticles that we have in a later episode? That's later. But is that the Hendersons or is that a different company? Oh, that's a good question. I can't remember. I don't know. Let us know, Bucketheads. 
Um, she is very keen on Mrs. Henderson coming round because she's decided now Richard's retired, maybe he could get an executive role mm. with the Henderson's Frozen Food Company. Yes, and there is actually probably one of the sort of the, I say the cleverest jokes, I think there are lots of clever jokes throughout the, the series, but there's a satirical joke in a joke at the expense of the local authority and with dead chickens. <laughs> and I think it's really clever. It is good. It's a really clever, it is a good solid joke. joke. And if you don't like the comedy that normally Keeping Up Appearances serves, I think that's a more biting joke than we are more used to. Talking of the comedy that Keeping Up Appearances serves, mm. we now experience one of the most amazing Elizabeth Coffee spillages slash smashes yes. ever experienced in the whole of Keeping Up Appearances. She smashes the whole cup across the room, and it falls on the rug with biscuit. Yes. the whole th- And I think you're expecting her to pick it up. when she Normally when her, um, Elizabeth has picked up the coffee is when there is a spill. But of course she hasn't, so you're lulled into, well, it's not yet, and then it happens. And the best is yet to come with that. Oh, I'd better get that. It's bound to be someone very important, probably my sister Violet. We'll be back after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome back, Bucketheads. We're talking about the third series, episode one, 
early retirement. And we find the phone has just gone. There's coffee and biscuits all over Hyacinth's rug. We then cut to Onslow, Daisy and Rose. Have you noticed a huge swathe of the episode where we haven't gone over to the other side of town? No sign of them at all. And what's very interesting to me, Onslow is asleep Mm. underneath uh, a series of blankets, it would appear. Probably struggling to breathe. When he finally emerges like a beached whale, he's wearing jeans in bed. Oh, no. It is Onslow. You've lost again. How hot would anyone be in jeans, a vest and a series of blankets over them? That's my idea of hell. Carrying some extra weight. In fact, I must ask you an etiquette question. Mm. I recently was flying back from Florida. Yes. You know the air conditioning nozzles? Yes. They weren't any. No. They they didn't have any. No. It was ambient air conditioning. And I'll be honest with you, William, I was very hot. (laughs) I was very hot. And when we went to bed, mm. they turned the lights off and I'm there. I put my pajamas on, obviously. Got yes. to put pajamas on in the toilet. And I was very hot. And I took the blanket off, threw the blanket off, and I was still, I was very hot. Mm. And I lay there and I seriously debated for probably 20, 25 minutes. Would it be acceptable when the lights are turned off in an aircraft... Would it be acceptable for me to strip off to my pants? <laughs> Not if you wanted to fly with BA again. <laughs> I was so hot, I nearly stripped off to my pants. Why didn't you just ask them to adjust the temperature? Because I looked up and I looked around and everyone else, like the weaklings they were, were covered in blankets. It was boiling on that plane and they were all... Co- I've got my blanket over me because it's so... They'd got the socks. I mean, who puts the socks on on a plane? Can I ask a question? Yeah. How much red wine had you had at this point? A bottle and a half. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that might have affected your blood temperature. I'd had a skinful. I'll level with you. But I was hot. Would it have been acceptable for me to take my pants? Well, just to strip... Would it have been okay for me to strip down to my pants? No. <laughs> okay, well... I didn't realise well, you actually needed me well, to answer that. Thanks for the answer. Yes. Um, yeah, they don't... The new airlines don't have... Uh, it is ambient air conditioning. It's very annoying. Mm. I like a cold draft on me in the night. Yeah, it's never nice. It's all a bit recycled air. No, I like it. You do get off the plane feeling less, like, icky, sticky plane feeling that you used to get because of ambient air conditioning. I don't like it. I like a cold draft on me all night. Why don't you fly with a sort of a, an older airline then in future? Is that what I need to do? Mm. No, but you say that. When I flew to Florida, I flew with a very modern plane oh. and I had my own knobs. <laughs> well, pick your route <laughs> carefully next time. <laughs> anyway, Onslow anyway. is sleeping in his jeans. Didn't notice that. Yeah. And he wants breakfast in bed. He does. You'd never eat breakfast in bed, would you? Never. It's disgusting. Yeah, quite. Horrible. Crumbs. Exactly. Grease. Even if you were ill? Even if I was ill? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've eaten breakfast, unless I was a child. But never? I, was I don't think I've ever had food in the bed. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. What can we expect from Onslow? We go back to Hyacinth's kitchen, and Hyacinth and Elizabeth are inspecting the rug. 
on their knees picking up the soggy bickies. Yes, but not just soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Sheridan were here, he'd be appalled. <laughs> this biscuit has become a kind of a mashed potato biscuit. Yeah, hasn't it? I Have don't you know how much coffee. She's, she's kind of scooping up this mashed potato biscuit, and then there's that lovely moment where the phone rings and she smashes the biscuit, the mashed up biscuit, into poor Liz. Poor Liz. It goes all into her cleavage. <laughs> it's awful. It's my sister Violet on the phone. She's just back from her Villa in Ibiza with the gold taps. Yeah, she does. But, of course, as per usual, mm. Violet's calling with a tale about embarrassing old Bruce. So she has to chuck Liz out. Yes. And chuck her out she does. Bruce has taken up Latin American ballroom dancing. But that's wonderful. So stylish. Yes. He must look very elegant in those tight trousers. Off she goes. We then, we then see Richard's office... With his superior. Poor Richard. It's not... To be honest, I, the sympathy is with Richard, not just because, obviously, he's going to have to spend a lot of more time with Hyacinth, mm. but actually his boss is so uncaring. Disgusting. I mean, I know we're in a much more touchy-feely generation now, 30 years later, but I'm sure that was not the way to do it at the no. time. No. Horrible. He's getting rid of Richard, and Richard at one point starts begging for his mm. job. It's demeaning, really. Oh, poor Richard. Why do you think Richard is being got rid of? What's the backstory? Is it local authority cuts? Is it because Richard's a bit rubbish? The thing is, you have to remember back in the day, when you got to 65, that was it. Yeah, but he's having early retirement. Well, he looks like he's approaching 65. Yeah, so we don't know how early, early retirement it it is. So they probably looked at Richard and thought, he's a bit pathetic. Mm. Maybe he doesn't do his work very well, so let's retire him just a little bit early. But he looks about 64. (laughs) He it's does. not early, early retirement, no. is it? It's just a year early. No, that's right. So poor old Richard, after he's begged for his job, we cut to Hyacinth, who's on the phone to the Prime Minister's office. Yes, and the Prime Minister at the time would have been John Major. It would have been John Major. Do you remember John Major? Vaguely, yes. My parents knew him quite well. They knew John Major? And Norma. Really? Yes. And Edwina? No, they didn't meet Edwina. Well, they might have done, but not in the context of John. I see. Yes. Um, and Hyacinth, I quite like, when, when she's on hold, she's singing I've Out of Thee, My Country. Very patriotic. She's yes. She's on, on the phone to the head of government. And she gets the third private secretary. Yes. And she wants to know what she'd have to do to get to two or one. <laughs> um, and she's asking for information about the honours list uh, because she doesn't want to learn about it from the newspapers. Now, of course, you wouldn't learn about it from the newspapers because Richard would have been written to. The, the procedure is... Let's just imagine for a minute mm-hmm. you're going to get something. I was going to ask you. I'd like you to prepare me for okay. it. Well, I could write and suggest you. You can Ooh. suggest me. In fact, that's normally how it works. What would you suggest me for? Services to alcohol or services to the hospitality industry Thank in particular you. pubs. Thank you. Yes. And I would write and say, you know, Dear Prime Minister, or whoever I write, write, would write to... He's propped up most bars in yeah. Hertfordshire, yeah. I think it's, you know, we should give him something. Yeah. And if they would agree, they wouldn't necessarily reply, other than a token reply, you know, would take it into consideration. Maybe if a few more people wrote, that would also help your chances. Okay. And then you would get a letter to say, would you like to accept this? 
mm. but you're not allowed to say anything. Oh. You're only allowed to say something to the person you live with, if at all. And then they actually discourage that, but most people will tell their husbands or wives. And then it's announced officially to the newspapers. So if Richard were to get something, Hyacinth, well, technically would be allowed to know, but I think Richard probably wouldn't tell her because we all know what would happen. Can you use that period to negotiate something better? No, it's it's a take night of the it. realm. No, no, no. You can't upgrade. It's not like a hotel. Oh, where oh, you've given me a superior. Can I not have a deluxe? Oh, it's not that. That's a pity. Yeah, sorry. She'll have to redecorate if Richard mm. has received an honour. Because you'll have to do a, an MBE warming party. Have you ever redecorated for guests? Not specifically for guests. I have. Really? Oh, yes. I've redecorated a bedroom, guest bedroom for guests. Oh. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, I have. What yeah. colour did you go? The same, just a lick of paint. Oh. You've got to keep it smart and fresh. Yeah, true. Well, how nice. We cut to Onslow, Daisy and Rose, mm. and there's a phone call from Roger. Roger, new man, by the way, is new on the man. list. New we'll man. do a review at the end of the series. Quite. Um, it's a bit of a filler scene, I felt, this scene. There's, there's nothing that drives the plot. Apart from, we have to be introduced to the fact that there's someone called Roger. Oh, true. So it does, I, I guess. It does drive exactly. the plot, actually. Exactly. Because Roger, of course, becomes quite a, a fundamental part of this as we move on. I take it back. Quite. We cut to Liz, who's gardening. Mm. And Hyacinth needs her opinion. Yes. Do come on. Come on in. I want to know, should we serve Mrs. Henderson sherry or tea? And, of course, Liz gives the wrong answer. Exactly. Yes. I think you're wrong. Sherry. <laughs> and then we have another lovely put down where Liz talks about, you know, she must go back and change. And Hyacinth says, yes, you've got your work cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. She showed her her selection of canapes before she throws it How out. does Hyacinth have the, have the time? Every time we see food that Hyacinth has supposedly produced, it's normally off the back of she's just had Elizabeth in for coffee. Mm. And suddenly we have a plate of very nice looking canapes or cakes mm. or whatever it is. She's very good. Very good cook. Excellent cook. Produces at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Uh, Onslow, Rose and Daisy, uh, we're back at their house and Roger's on the phone and Roger wants to pick Rose up. Mm. But Rose at that point, for some reason, is concerned about Roger picking her up from their dilapidated squalor that they live in. A reasonable concern. So she says that in fact she lives with her sister Hyacinth. And thus we set up. The last portion of the episode. Now, this is one of the reasons I said at the beginning of this, I mm. love this episode. And one of the reasons I love this episode is because of the dog. Yes, Olive. Do you know what dog Olive is? It's it's half a camel. It may be half a camel. It's a Newfoundland. Ah, okay. Yes. Which, if you've noticed, has a bit of Labrador in it. Yes. Have you noticed lovely Olive's face? Yes, it does look a bit like your poppy. She does look like like Poppy. She's half a camel. They're huge. I used to have, when I was growing up, we had a family at the end of the road. Mm. They had three Newfoundlands. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. And these Newfoundlands, they had gates to their driveway. And these Newfoundlands, at school pickup time, used to stand on the gate looking over to watch the children as they were going oh. past. Beautiful dogs. Quite intimidating, though. No, no, they're gentle giants. They're oh, are they? Okay. Absolutely lovely gentle giants. So this... Roger has turned up yes, with, looking he, for Rose. He's turned up with some very bad acting. 
very bad acting. Sorry if you're listening. And a disgusting necklace on the yeah. outside of his uh, attire. She doesn't go at any point for quality. No, she certainly does not. Um, and he's turned up looking for Rose. Hyacinth says Rose is not here. Mm. And Olive, the Newfoundland, refuses to move from Hyacinth's drive. And Hyacinth just assumes that the dog is a bit like a car. And you just put it in reverse. Exactly. So he says that he's going to have to go and find somebody else who's got a dog. Mm. Someone who lives around the, down the road or around the corner who's got a dog that Olive absolutely loves. Yes. And that will shift her. Now, if Poppy was being stubborn and wouldn't move off someone's drive, how would you have dealt with it? Well, Poppy would never do that. Well, yeah, OK. Poppy just likes to come with me. Yes. Wherever I go, Poppy yes. likes to come. OK. So she would never be stubborn, but... I would not allow her to mm. just sit down and not move. Who would? But Olive is obviously a stubborn old dog. Mm. So off he goes to go and get this other dog. So Hyacinth then needs to go and get Liz to try and help move Olive. Yes. Because she's very concerned. Mrs Henderson's going to be there any minute now. She's got a massive Newfoundland sitting there on the drive looking untidy. Which I think Mrs Henderson might like, the Newfoundland. Well, I think probably Mrs Henderson would like the Newfoundland because as the episode then progresses, while they're trying to move Olive the dog, mm. I think it is Mrs Henderson who's walking yeah, up the road, with isn't it? With a tiny dog. With a tiny dog. She's wearing a very smart suit. Yes. Tweedy kind of suit. Yes. And she's got this little dog. And as Olive gets a whiff of the little dog, she goes... And pulls Hyacinth, and this is one of the funniest scenes. I Every time I watch this episode, I have to keep rewinding it <laughs> to watch that moment that Olive pulls her. More wonderful physical comedy. Oh, Patricia Routledge is so funny. And, you know, she was 61, 62 when she was doing that. Now, I know in today's currency that's nothing, but it's great. Very, very physical. To be pulled down a suburban road by a Newfoundland yes. at 61... Is quite an ordeal. In heels. In heels. And it's so funny. It is hilarious. I love that. And, of course, that's the end. We'll be with you in a minute, Mrs. Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just for that last moment. It's nice. It's a nice payoff. So do we like this episode? I do. You love it. I, I, I think I appreciate it more. I will have to go back. Obviously, I'll watch it again. And look at Onslow in jeans. And uh, also sort of sneer at the hanging baskets. Oh, William. Disgusting. Shall we see how much we've been paying attention? Oh, let's. So here's the question the producer has written for us. How many biscuits does Liz spill onto Hyacinth's kitchen floor? And a bonus point for the shape or type of biscuit. Wow. Well, they are round biscuits. Yes. I can tell you that. And I'm going to plump four. Five. OK, I'm going round. They're digestives. No, that's I No, they're not digestives. They're not digestives. Are they sort of sugared biscuits? You know the biscuits. They're a chunkier of... biscuit than yeah. a digestive. Shortbread. Something like similar shortbread. to that. Mm. And I'm going to say three. Oh. They are seven. You were closer, so you get the point. And they are round. Well, there we go. Let's see. So I win. You win. You get a point. Lovely. Well done. Now, if you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can listen back to William and I chatting through every single episode of Series 1 and 2. We'll be back next week with the second episode of the third series. And what do we have to look forward to? We'll be looking forward to Iron Age Remains. 
Remember, we're always in need of your help to let other people know about the world of Hyacinth Bouquet and our luxury executive podcast. So if you wouldn't mind inviting them over for a cup of aromatic nut-roasted special, sitting them somewhere that doesn't face the window and instructing them to listen, well, we'd be frightfully grateful. Goodbye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.